Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Quick thing as always, um, in case you haven't heard, um, we announced our new product called A-Feed a few days ago. Um, and I really invite you to check out our website. That is id1.de slash A-Feed, A-F-E-E-D. And, and this is going to be a remarkable product. Um, combining so many things I've, I've been talking about for, for weeks and months and years, um, content at scale, feed-based visualization of KPIs and information, contextual communication, and, and, and so much more. The product is, is not ready yet. It's going to be launched in, in August. The first version is going to be launched in August. But you can you can join us on our road um, to, to finalizing this, this product. So head over to the website, id1.de slash afeed. Uh, I would really invite you and would love you to, to check this out. But now um, to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the ID1 Auto Experience. Hope you had a good start in the new week. Um, today, I, I would like to share a very essential, very important um, tip with you, a, as we like to call it, a rule, um, the so-called 60-30-10 rule, which is one of the, from my point of view, most essential airline KPI dashboard rules. Um, and I think it's really valuable to, to share that with you today. As always, we start with a little bit of, of backstory, uh, backstory first, um, and then we get right into the to the practical thing, to the details, why this um, or what this rule is about, and why it is um, so extremely essential for the success of an airline operations KPI dashboard. So let's first, as I said, quick backstory. I think the the success of an airline KPI dashboard it, it really it stands and falls with having the right KPIs. Um, this, this is so super important. Without the right KPIs, um, nobody will have a look at the at the dashboard. And indeed, there are many other factors. And I'm, you know that I'm, I'm not getting tired of mentioning those um, those those aspects, those uh, factors. A perfect visualization, a seamless integration um, on different devices, the mobile usage, of course. Um, just, just to name a few aspects, which are which are very very important to have a um, a dashboard that that uh, people want and like to use. Nonetheless, without the right content, your KPI project is definitely going to fail. Content, as I always like to say, content always wins, or information always wins. Now, the logical question one can ask, of course, is what are the right KPIs? What 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 are the KPIs I have to have on my dashboard in order to make the dashboard a success? Um, and I have to start with, with bad news first. I can't provide you with the, with the exact set of KPIs you'd probably need. This, this related to so many factors, your, your airline's business model, um, the corporate goals, for example, and, and many others too. Um, but what I would like to, to, uh, to provide today is a essential rule how to structure your KPI dashboard, how to structure it in the right way, and a, a practice that, that combines basically overall benchmark KPIs, but also dedicated performance KPIs, and even it, it leaves space for, for trying new things. And as I, as I mentioned initially, we, we like to call that, that rule the 60-30-10 rule. 
Um, so, so what's what's the idea behind this 60-30-10 um, rule? Um, we simply suggest to combine different types of KPIs in your dashboard or to have a dashboard that contains different types of KPIs. Um, we always um, advise to have, and now the, the rule basically starts, 60% of the KPIs you're showing on your dashboard, 60% should be dedicated to evergreen KPIs. Evergreen KPIs are the ones that have been relevant for decades and probably will be relevant for the next 10, 30, 40, 50 decades in the future. Pretty sure you, you, you know each of them. Um, it is about departure punctuality, arrival punctuality, regularity, um, seat load factor, for example, the number of passengers or number of flights, and so on and so on and so on. The, all the, uh, the, the um, KPIs, everyone knows um, that they have been relevant, they will be relevant. Evergreen KPIs are, are simply vital for a, for a um, airline operations KPI dashboard. Most airliners understand them easily. They know what this KPI is about. And, and since there are, they're a kind of standard, I have to say that, they, they help to compare or to benchmark your operations also with other airlines because everybody's tracking the departure punctuality or the regularity or the seat load factor. They are probably uh, even um, available um, on, on the internet so you can um, easily compare to, to other airlines how your operations is, is, is performing. Um, of course, you, you can also have evergreen KPIs that are relevant to your airline only, um, probably a specific KPI you, you set up years ago, and that, that became basically, or that has become an integral part of, of, of monitoring the operation. This is also possible. So not each evergreen KPI has to be a, a standard common KPI. It can also be about um, specific KPIs, but still a KPI you've been tracking for many years and you will be tracking in, in the future. So Therefore, you should dedicate roughly 60% of the KPIs um, that you're showing on your dashboard to evergreen KPIs. Now, the second part, the 30%, you remember 60, 30, 10, the 30% is about dynamic KPIs. Dynamic KPIs are actually entirely different from evergreen KPIs. These types of KPIs are, they are only relevant for a specific period and, and they can actually change quite frequently. Um, although many airlines still haven't um, discovered that, that huge potential of, of dynamic, uh, dynamic KPIs, I'm not getting tired of promoting this, this so powerful tool. Um, and, and usually there are two sorts or two types of dynamic KPIs. The first one, the first one is related to a specific period. Just to give you an example, KPIs that are um, that are only relevant, for example, in, in winter times. Think about um, the icing time or the availability of the icing pads, just as an example. Um, or you have um, probably specific KPIs that are only um, important during summer peaks um, because there's uh, usually um, at least in in the last years when we didn't have that that corona um, corona pandemic, um, you had a um, or most of the airlines had a much um, tougher and um, much tougher operations in summer, um, so they had to um, monitor different aspects of the operations: waiting time at check-in, waiting time at um, 
at, at, at boarding gates and so on and so forth. So KPIs that are only relevant at a or in a specific period, winter, summer, probably any other, depends on your on your business model, on your operation. And the other, the second type um, helps to track specific short-term or mid-term corporate or project goals. That means accordingly, one, a, um, you set up the KPIs um, to monitor if a project is on track or if a specific goal um, you want to reach uh, in a few months, um, you set up specific KPIs um, to monitor this aspect. And once the project is completed, once the goal is reached, the KPIs are no longer of, um, how to say, of essential relevance. So dynamic KPIs should, as I said, account for approximately 30% of your KPIs. And it's, it's uh, actually worth to mention that it is, of course, essential to keep these KPIs dynamic. That means you have to exchange them from time to time. You have to um, remove KPIs that are no longer relevant. So it does make sense to monitor de-icing pads or the de-icing time in summer. And it probably does make sense to, um, to track uh, the waiting times at, um, at border control in the winter because the, the traffic is, is much lower. Um, same accounts for, for specific projects. Once the project is completed, um, once the goals are reached, it probably does make sense to um, track this KPI any longer. So it really means you have to have a close eye on it, replace it with new KPIs that becomes relevant, um, get rid of KPIs you no longer have to track. And then finally, the, the last part, again, remember 60, 30, 10, the 10%, the 10%, a, a small amount of, of this 10% of your KPIs, they should be dedicated to, to try to testing new things. This is this you have to think about like your your your, your playground. Try new KPIs, new concepts, new ideas, new visualizations. Um, and I, I always like to call this part the the innovation lab. Things um, can or should go wrong actually. Um, not not every KPI um, you test in in that context will be a, a future cornerstone of your operations. Maybe you, you recognize that the KPI isn't relevant, that it doesn't provide value. Um, and accordingly, it is, it is super important to gather feedback from users, from stakeholders continuously to, to assess if the KPI really helps, if it provides value. Um, and in case it is providing value, it helps to improve your operation. Um, you should then make it either to a um, evergreen KPI or probably becomes to a dynamic KPI um, or probably doesn't help. You kick it and try new things. Um, this is what this last 10% is about. But I think it is, it is very important to have that, that, that playground uh, in order to steadily evolve and steadily improve your KPI and just, just try new things. And um, we, we are doing the same. We are we're setting up new KPIs continuously, we, we provide it to our clients, to our customers, and we, we get their feedback. And some of the KPIs are just not providing the value we thought, so we replace them. Um, but we also had a lot of KPIs that um, provide lots of value and then became um, dynamic or, or evergreen KPIs. So this is what the 60-30-10 rule is about, a, a very um, helpful rule from, from our point of view. We are really living that rule very actively because um, it, it helps us a lot to, to define the content of a dashboard, but also, as I said, to evolve a dashboard, to enhance it step-by-step step, um, once a dashboard is, is, is up and running. Um, so it's, it's always a very good rule um, to stick to, um, to set up a dashboard, but also to improve it. 
So for today, 60, 30, 10, um, keep it in mind whenever you're um, trying to, to set up a dashboard to improve a dashboard. And as always, let me know what you, you think about that, that um, advice. Let me know if this was helpful to you. Um, love to get your feedback on Twitter. Hit me up on um, Ben underscore underscore ID1 or send me an email, benjamin.office at id1.de. And also, as always, you can find me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, you can find me um, on the um, social media or communication channel of your choice, but um, I'm happy to get your feedback, happy to, to have a, a discussion on that um, with you. Um, so let me know what you think, and I'm very much looking forward to welcoming you again tomorrow again. Until then, have an amazing day. Cheers and bye-bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.